You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. Here's your host, Editor-in-Chief of DailyTurismo.com, Vince. Hi, DT Radio fans. This is Vince. You are listening to the conclusion of the KBZ interview. We join back up with our heroes in a lively discussion about who is in charge of the show. So sit back, leave your leaky two-stroke engine in the bathtub, pour yourself a tequila smoothie, and enjoy the show. I say go, damn it. All right, Vince. Very authoritative. Whoever, just somebody go. And we're back. This is where I ruin your back thing again. (laughs) That's what she said? What? What? I don't know. I just have this this urge to mess with it because it seems so stilted and, and... KBZ, if, if you're so good at the at the at the coming back from a break, take it away. Um, amateur sh- hour. You know, I'm a professional. I'm a professional at other things. Just so we're clear. Yet yeah, this is um, trust inter- me. You've made that more than clear. Intergalactic piracy has you know, not it's a good been thing the your same. house doesn't have flight of stairs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Boom. Okay, uh, ten second car review. This is where we have a rapid fire, off the the roof of your mouth car review segment, and I'm gonna ask off the roof of my mouth. Go off the roof of your mouth, and I'm gonna ask you. See, now I'm gonna do it all the quick time. Quick and honest. You're gonna have to come up with another word, Ben. You're gonna have to come up with a different word. <laughs> <laughs> I stole his word. <laughs> so. Uh, we don't have a timer because that's some high tech equipment. I can that we pretty don't have. much manage to approximate ten seconds in my head. I guarantee so it. So if you take too long, what's going to happen? I'm going to cut you off, and then we'll go to the next. How car. are you going to cut me off? It's just you'll you'll know it when it happens. I like to see it. Volkswagen Vanagon. Hipster, but sometimes hipsters pick good stuff. But I'm afraid of them because I think they'll break. Fiat Punto. Get out of my way. <laughs> What's a good producer, What's a good for? Our producer Ben just, I think, Who just even fits in it? Who even fits in it? I think that the... Although I will say this, and this is going to go for more than 10 seconds. I rented a Fiat Polo one time. Polo. I was probably a 1.1. I'm pretty sure Volkswagen makes the Polo. Volkswagen Polo is what I meant to say. And uh, it was in, I don't know, Lisbon or something. Just say Greece. Sounds, it was sounds... in Portugal. You think driving is chaotic. Insert place. You think driving is chaotic here. Bangalore. Bangalore. Um, I've been Bangalore. Um Lisbon was nuts. Eleven, what would be an eleven-lane intersection, right? And just people just driving everywhere. Those lesbians drive crazy. I had a foresters everywhere. Wait, wait, no, you're. uh, (laughs) It's infectious. It really is. Um, But I enjoyed driving the Polo, the Volkswagen Polo, around in Portugal because it 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 really it it did. It was like it was like a jetpack practically, and it just like and it went all over the place, and it was super peppy. Super peppy. Say that five times. It was great. I thought it was great. Volkswagen Polo. So if a Punto is anything like a Polo, I will give it a shot. So the next part of the 10-minute car review, Lamborghini Veneno. Who cares? Useless. Move. Move on. E34, 540, Who cares about a Lamborghini? And it's an automatic, isn't it? They're all automatics. Not even even interested. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would. the floppy paddles if you like that kind of thing. You said you weren't going to get personal, so go. (laughs) E34, 540, Hey, we're not, we're not reviewing BMWs, Vince. We talked about this last week. Do you mean an E39, 540? 
said E34, but E39s. Uh, we're not we're not reviewing BMWs. You Producer can, Ben you, has you some sort of on to the next. You probably should because I mean because what more needs to be said. Producer Ben is some sort of Bavara phobe. People over here, have pretty so. much covered that territory. Porsche 912. I have no real. I I, I don't want to drive backwards into a fence. That's what I think. <laughs> Slowly. Of. At any speed. Hummer H1. Bug. Uh, I've got nothing. I got nothing. I'm, I'm going to let you. It sweat means a nothing to me. Longer. You let me sweat. It means nothing to me. I mean, I don't know what. I honestly, I don't even have anything funny. I got nothing. But Hummer H1 is not even a car. That's what I'm looking for. Right, uh, Sixty-four and a half Ford Mustang Coupe, original one, not the fastback, not the convertible. I, coupe. I get it with the Mustangs, but I just have never loved them. You. you Mock horn. I mean, you can tell he's maybe. not an American. You you can hear the Neptunium coming through. The Neptunium is like, coming through. When he doesn't like, um, I don't know. I just never. I don't know something about it. I can't put my finger on it. What it is about Mustangs? Can anybody help me there? I mean, yeah, I sort of get it, and they're kind of good looking, but I don't know. We we should ask. Uh, who knows Hans about Mustangs? Who knows about Mustangs? Hans was you know he was a I don't know probably an old man when the Mustang came out. I mean, at um, so root, he probably at, remembers it better. At root, than you do. aren't they just like an ordinary car that just looks a little bit different? Well, is, so it was it the, really it was more V8, than that. It was a V8 in a compact car with this like kind of sexy styling. Okay, and it was—I'm not going to say it was revolutionary, but it—it it was in the sense that what it spawned and the amount of competition and the number they sold—they sold a million, sold a lot of them, a million in, yeah. in the first like two years. And it didn't take much. And it's a no. lesson for us all, is it not? We try and try and try to come up with stuff and figure stuff out and work on our lasagna recipe, right? Yeah. And sometimes, lasagna, right? And sometimes, it's just one very simple move. Get it just, get it kind of right. Okay, with that in mind, we're going to take Moving right along. questions from the audience. In the audience, in this case, are some commenters on the Turismo webpage. Producer Ben. If you like what you're listening to and want to help support the show, you can do so over at the DT Radio page on dailyturismo.com. Just look for the Help Support DT Radio link on the upper right-hand side of the page. All the money we raise goes towards helping keep the show on the air. Now sit back and enjoy the rest of this episode. You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. Yeah, that's bogus. It was all in the script. It, I did not know. I swear I didn't know. Are you ready, Vince? All ready. Right. So Hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't say anything. You can go ahead and say go. No, I feel inhibited. <laughs> That's all it took? <laughs> Vince, we'll, go. We'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> so, uh, producer Ben wanted, to, me to, uh, wanted me to remind everyone that if you have your own questions 
for the DT Radio Show to either put them up on the Twitter, hashtag DT Radio Show, or just reply to this blog posting if you if you're watching if you're reading this through the the blog and put your questions in and we'll we'll try our best to answer them. Uh, so this first one comes from K2 Mystery Car who asks KBZ, where did you move to and what happened with the cars you had to sell? So hey K2, nice to nice to see you. Sorry about the uh the other week there. Um you know, it's a pretty direct question and um I feel a little bit, you know, put on the spot by it, and um, and uh, I think and, I'm. And where would that spot I'd, be? Uh, it's the great red spot of Neptune. Yeah, uh, or is it Jupiter? They're nearby. Um, what color is Neptune's spot? There is a spot. I should know. Neptune is blue. But there's a spot. There's a big storm on Neptune I too. I think it's blue. Is it? Is it white? No, there's it's a spot. Blue. It's a darker blue. It's darker blue. Yeah. Now Neptune is, is light blue, and then there's darker blue. Is Neptune a gas giant, or so is it look, one of those? Look, K two, you, you've got my email. Um, you know, ask me offline because I've just clearly, you know, because I'm trying to get away with all kinds of things, intrigues and, you know, stuff. I just, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not ready. In fact, but we I, we only got about 15 more minutes before the NSA gets here, so you guys yeah, got to hurry. 15 more minutes before he runs out of hard drive space. <laughs> so, but the that other question, happen. the other, so I mean, like, I don't mean to, I don't mean to be a, you know, Neptunian. I don't mean to be a. You, Uranian about it, but Uran like from the planet Uranus, Uranium. That's 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 good. I'll buy that. Spit <laughs> that up. <laughs> uh, what was the other is, question? Is, but I just I'm just not. I'm just what about not, the, I'm just, I'm just, What about the cars? I'm just not ready. But sell. here's the thing: clues may appear, and you know K two, very much like the kinds of, and I use air quotes clues you provide to your insanely impossible for example grill twister oh yeah that was the the was it a computer twister? speaker fan on his no that's not twister it's it, the i think it's no, the, the other um, thing the uh the, what, what is, am i what am i yeah i mean i thought yeah. it was some kind of salad spinner i don't know what the hell heck it's <laughs> i think you can say hell but can i um sure i won't do it again <laughs> you might go to hell for saying hell i, I won't that's probably not I don't not. think I will. Other people may think I will. Um, but it, but you may, there may be clues, and that's all I'm going to say. And then you have to listen really, really closely. And I would play this backwards <laughs> if I were you. Different speeds, and you'll hear Who it. Who doesn't? You'll hear it. I, mean, I, I play all these podcasts backwards. Like, we record this backwards. People don't know this, but we record the whole thing backwards, yeah. and then we get producer Ben to I think flip it's it around. unbelievable how we do that. Have yeah, you heard really. the Metallica? Some guy covered Sandman by Metallica. Backwards. backwards. I saw Unreal. that. It was a video. Such Unreal. a hipster. Such yeah. a meta hipster. See? Yeah, everyone's going to do it tomorrow, too. That's well, the worst part. It'll be on yeah. Reddit and you know, I was, and You know, things. I was a hipster. I was a proto-hipster. Wait, so you're trying to say... I was... I was... I was... I was cool before it was cool to be bef- cool before it was cool. I knew that. It's obvious. He's not wearing socks. I'm not wearing socks. I have a... That's crazy. I have a beard. I was a hipster before... There were hipsters. That's I, I'm it's, I'm speechless. See, now we both I, had our moment today. Speechlessness. It happens sometimes. Did you have a question for me, sir? No. Uh, the next question. You did have a question from our. Oh, for, what was the other half of the question from K two? Oh, um, I was going to skip right by it. But no, I'll you should. No, you it. should go back to it. Um, what happened with the cars that you had to sell? Well, somebody bought the five forty because at the end of the day, look, it's fungible, right? I mean, the five forty is a five forty. There aren't that many six speeds around. It's black, black. It had a six hundred watt subwoofer. Somebody should have bought it for a lot of money. 
What really no, happened producer was... Producer Ben, was that you? We know how much you like BMWs. Did, did you buy that? No, he didn't. What, um, what I should have done, here's the thing, right? Like so many people, uh, I don't like, well, that didn't make sense. But, but like a lot of people, I'm an optimist, right? And I also think I'm smart, which gets me in all kinds of trouble. But that's another story. So I, I just couldn't bear to part with this car because I really liked it. It was great. I mean, it really, you know, was fast and stuff. And I had it dialed in. And stuff. And I liked it. It was comfortable. You know, there's the thigh extension on the seat that holds your leg up if you're a big guy like me. And it was very comfortable. You know, and the air conditioning was ice cold. And the, did I mention this is a 600 watt subwoofer? And it's just, and it's 300 horsepower. It's fast. It's great. Thigh extension? Is that, is that like one of those chairs on an OBGYN? Shush, you know exactly what I'm talking about. No, OBGYN 2. <laughs> since 1996. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Padawan, how much you've come, how far you've learned. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and so I figured, well, I don't want to get rid of it. And then when I do finally get around to getting rid of it, somebody will pay me a lot of money for it. And I'll be, I'll, you know, I'll be sad to let it go, but at least I'll have made enough money on it that I can feel, you know, I got something and I could go maybe go get another one if they have them on Neptune. And what happened was I waited too long and I had to put it on consignment and I'm sure, I don't even know what I got for it because the guy's afraid to tell me because he thinks I'm going <laughs> to, he thinks I'm going to beat him up. And, um, you're a big guy and, and he's gonna, he's just, I mean, he won't, he sold it, but he won't tell me how much. And I'm hesitating to ask him cause I don't want to know cause it'll make me cry. Okay. And then we had another car, which I didn't put on Craigslist. So we'll leave that one be. And that one's fungible too. And somebody will buy it and I'll get my money for it. I'm not worried about it. And then there's a roadmaster. What the heck happened to the roadmaster? Well, you know, there's the, there's stories and there's stuff and it, you know, but anyway, I wasn't going to get what I wanted for it. I wasn't going to get anything and I didn't necessarily need to get anything, which is the interesting story. And there's a whole other story. Maybe we can have a whole show about my roadmaster and the stories of the roadmaster. The, but the so road what I did continues is I drove it down. I flew in from far away and drove it and then, and then went up to San Francisco and drove it down here yesterday and I'm going to give it to Vince for, for, for no yep. one knows. We just came up with this like during the week, and I swear I bought the ticket to go up to San Francisco on Friday. You you know that my wife is gonna after she's done killing me and hiding my body, you'll be next. You know, there's a little compartment in the back behind the third row seat. She can stuff you in there. I'll tell her. Make sure she's aware. There's a key too, so it'll slow down. The the dogs will smell it, but after a couple of days. So 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 we'd have no idea. Should we give it away? Is like we're, a for a cool for prize? Should we should we use should we should we enter it in the parade? Should you use it when you go to shows? Should you put a big sticker on the side of it and ruin it, um, no, and no. drive it around with a big ruinous sticker on the side, or maybe on the window that you could peel off? I mean, I don't know. And if there, anybody has any ideas, right, send them in because we now all of a sudden he's got he's got a roadmaster. It's beautiful, gleaming, it, nice it's paint. A it's very car, very right? nice, and it, it's in very good shape. And we don't know what the heck to do with it. LT one, and it's got the LT one. And the guy that was consigning it like sprayed the whole engine compartment with armor all. So you That's open it up do. and it's gleaming and it just looks so bad. But um, to me and to you. But uh, but we don't know. We don't know what to do. Should we give it away? Should we? I don't know. Should we sell it? I've got a I've got a bundle of chrome, uh, expensive chrome bits that I've uh, that I harvested off of eBay over the years. Um, it's yeah, well, it's got the, stories. We're gonna. We don't know. Yeah, we'd like some. We'd like some ideas. Sort and of, sort of like the the future of Delhi Turismo, which you know we, we don't know where it's going, what we're gonna do. The past, the future. It just you just gotta. We'll see where the road takes us. He didn't have that, did he? No, he didn't. No. No. I don't know what that means. That's uh, that's Yoda. Yeah. 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 You're slowing down. 
right, yeah. next question. Always so in, the next question. Vince, always in motion is the future. He yes. Have it. Uh, always in motion is the future. Uh, oh my right, goodness. Yoda. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, he got it. There we go. After we told him. <laughs> go on. What's next? Who's in charge here? <laughs> the little green Muppet is in charge. Uh, the next question came from Johnny, who is not just a commenter, but is also a, a part-time contributor, and he's been writing some stories for us. Uh, and he asked the question, and this is to, to both of us, I guess. Um, do you think that the new ND Miata will be successful, <coughs> or does the buying public just want overweight, over-engineered luxury status symbols that offer more in connectivity and gadgets over driving involvement? Is the ND the end of the line for lightweight, affordable sports cars? You know, Vince, that sounds like a that sounds like a really great question, and there's only one little problem with it, which is I don't actually know what an ND Miata is. Uh, so the ND Miata is the new. Will you explain it like I'm new, five? Yes. So um, it's the new Miata. It's 2016 model year. Um, it's 2017. But what it's, does ND it's stand the, for? It's the next generation. So there's NA and B and C, oh. and it's ND. That's all it means? Um, yes, Mazda's internal nomenclature. We could yeah. probably... One of these days we'll have uh, what, uh, Dave Coleman uh, on the show who's that's a uh, Mazda engineer. Who that's, not I very, know. that's not very interesting. No, and he'll, he'll explain to us the whole NDND. I know, but it doesn't... AB. But if it's sequential, it doesn't mean anything. It's just it's cardinal. It doesn't mean anything. It, right. And ordinal. He, Is it cardinal or ordinal? Anybody know? Um, ordinal. It's ordinal. <laughs> Go on. Cardinal is just a step above a bishop, but... Um, the the ND Miata is it was it's the next generation of Miata and the Miata had been getting a little bit porkier a little bit heavier and a little bit honestly slower um, and it, maybe the engines were bigger but it it sort of lost some of its lightweight you know sub two thousand pound kind of thrill and, and it was a fun car to drive the early ones and the new ones are good they're better but with this generation they they really focused on called the gram gram strategy where they're saving a gram like a like you would on like a professional uh, road bike you'd save it oh everywhere you can there yep. yep and the result is they made a very lightweight car so um, I'm surprised they can meet crash standards um, given you know the the requirements these days but they're gonna sell it and um, I think there there'll even be an Alfa Romeo branded version of the oh. car with some and how does that appear to be going over well um, no I actually have a question on this. It's because um, I mean I because basically in the answer to the question is the in, in in the question is the answer I mean clearly you know most cars are going the way that we don't want them to and I mean I can't buy a non Vanos you know BMW unless I go to 1998 and that and, and so 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 then again Toyota and Subaru did pretty well with that BRZ FRS whatever it is business their little sports cary thing. That they're not though. They're not selling the numbers. They're not they selling. Want. They, I see they them never around. Made, they never made an STI version. Oh, it's a high right. volume car from someone like Toyota, which to, to them it's not high so volume they didn't really, car. They didn't really do it, huh? No. And and okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some Yoda level stuff on you here. I'm gonna explain to you at least my theory on why you're seeing sort of the demise of the affordable sports car, and that if you were in the '80s looking for a sports car and you looked at a car that was 10 years old. Um, chances are, it, if it was a Saab, it was rusted out. Yeah. These cars were falling apart, and they weren't really made to last that long. And even cars from the 60s, the first time they're built, are pretty atrocious. Okay, And the only reason why you might like to drive some old muscle cars, you like the way the old cars drive, which is, again, pretty atrocious, or you fixed it up and you've put all kinds of money into rebuilding it. Um, today, what's happened is that you can buy a car from the 90s, and the people who 20 want years them later, have them and they last. 
but it's that longer. it's that they last almost forever because you just keep replacing these um, bushings and all the all the components that that wear out, and you can get them. Okay, so year in the years past, you couldn't necessarily do that. So if you wanted a sports car and you wanted to drive a car that was fun to drive, you'd have to buy something new or deal with, I'll say, very large costs of maintaining an older car. Today, the cost to maintain a 20-year-old car, and, and I daily drive a 10-year-old car, and it's, it's nothing. I mean, I replaced a clutch on it one time. Other than that, I just drive it. You know, I put, put some oil in it, and, and it runs. It starts up. It'll have 100,000 miles on it in a couple of years, and, and it's fine. That wasn't the case 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, right. That's what you're saying. And so the people who are, I'll say, enthusiasts, the people who like driving fast, the people who are really car people, they've figured out that they can buy a used car from the 90s, from the aughts, and drive it every day and, and not have that problem. So you know what? If they want an affordable sports car, they're going to buy an affordable sports car. It's going to be used car. And so that new market where before you, if you wanted that Miata feeling of that, you know, a lightweight 19, you know, 95 Miata in 1995, you have to buy, go to the dealership. I see, I see where you're going. So here's a question. Here's another, here's a follow on question I would ask. Um, how hard is it really for the manufacturers to, I mean, so like, like, like Lamborghini, for example, I mean, is it really that hard for them to also offer a stick? I mean, not that a stick is the only thing an enthusiast cares about, but I mean, how hard would it be for these high volume manufacturers so, to persist with like one? I mean, why, why can't I have my Blackberry back? The, the reason why is the, uh, the, the consumer who buys a new car doesn't want the manual transmission. And it's because the people who are buying a brand new car and paying that huge premium, you, you or I are cheapskates, right? I look at the car and I say, hey, three years later, that car's worth half. I'm not going to buy a new car. I'm not going to buy Ever, a new car. okay? Ever. Right. Yeah. And so the problem is that the person who's going to buy a new car, and uh, I'm going to apologize to all the people who say, uh, who I'm going to offend on this, but they're idiots. And the result is they're going to drive an automatic version because if they're if you're buying a new Lamborghini, you're some rich dude. You don't have you have more money than sense because if you had money and you had sense, you're going to go buy yourself a classic Ferrari or something cool yeah, instead will. of a new Lamborghini. You know, I, I, my normal my normal gut would be to say Vince, you know, really got to you know got to go watch out with the generalizations there. And I, as a rule, never generalize. But um, but he got it. The light went out. <laughs> Thank you. And he giggled. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Ben is saying this is not that interesting. I think it's fascinating. We could do a whole show on this, like what happened to cars. But I think all you need to do to Gianni, and by the way, thank you for the question, and thank you for you know, thinking of me. And we've we not had much of a conversation on, on the comments, and you and I, which maybe we should try that one time. Or maybe I just don't know anything, which is more likely. But, um, but I encourage you to take a long drive sometime, especially maybe flying to San Francisco and drive down L.A. and then come over to Vince's for burgers, and, uh, which is what I'm doing yesterday and today. And uh, and see, you know, in a place where there should be people driving cars in an enthusiastic, you know, way and caring about it and waving weather, at the yeah. waving at the big guy and in, in the you know in the beautiful gleaming Roadmaster and there was nothing, right? And yeah. I'm not over it and I'm very bitter and disappointed and I'm gonna go back to Neptune and buy something old and cool and. Vince and I need to talk about what I'm going to get. I heard that the Millennium Falcon is for sale. The Millennium Falcon. That up. Uh, okay, so the next question what is comes the next from question? Dr. Dell, who joined the, the, the Daily Turismo sort of common, commentariat, is that a word? I don't know. Um, very early on. Um, in fact, he bought one of the first cars that I'm aware of being purchased from seeing on the Daily Turismo. So D Dr. Dell's question is, 
what would you consider the essential tools in any daily tourista's garage? I'm talking about high yield stuff, even if you'd only use it a handful of times. So, uh, KBZ, let's let's start with you. I don't see how he thinks he's going to get anything but a flippant answer out of me on that. It's going to be something like a garbage can, so I can get all the junk out of the floor, off the floor, the apple cores and stuff that kids leave. That's a a, a great because if I don't because I don't get around to that too often, and it, and I wish I did. If I had a more handy garbage can, I maybe clean out the car a little more often. Shop vac. Yeah, that's you know well, that's a that's a great I mean, answer. Seriously, because the car stinks. Producer Ben, you you got a g- garage in the back that's probably filled full of bodies or something. What do you uh, what do you say? That's an easy answer for me, also, Vince. It's a sawzall. A sawzall cuts through anything. You need to have the you know the three blades, the one for wood, one for bone, and one for metal, and you know you're set. That's all you need. Straight okay, line. That, it's a straight line answer, wasn't it? T- terrifying, but yeah. but but fair. Yeah. Uh, f- for me, the the tool that. I use surprisingly more often than, than I would have thought is the uh, the hydraulic rolling floor jack. Oh, I'm gonna get one of those. I have. Uh, I usually have several because they they tend to they tend to wear out with time, or you have to refill refill the hydraulic fluid and they get leaks. But the number of times that I've thought to myself, oh, you know, I need to do this piece of work on a car, and even if you're working in the engine bay, sometimes it helps to, to lift the car up in order to have a better access and better leverage on, on what you're working on. How do you on. feel about a little compressor and like a little uh, air impact wrench or something? I was thinking about, you know what? thinking about authorizing one of those. Once you go electric, you never go back. Um, electric? Yeah, you know, yeah. you can get really good lipo um, and, and even nickel metal, nickel metal hydride. And that's good um, for getting like wheel lugs off? Well, for that, you get the big electric, the, the, the much bigger one, like the, the wheel lug powered uh, electric, but don't I want it to go? Poof, poof. Yeah, and you can get the ones that are electric. The and electric you know ones that make that noise. They're not going to make. The they put in. Like, they put in a little <laughs> soundtrack, like they like they, they do the, on modern cars. Which I make are, that duck, 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 which duck are, noise. Which are one of the reasons I'll never buy a car, a new car again, because there's a stupid <laughs> exhaust sounds that they're piping in through the audio system. That's that's for your benefit to I, hear those things. It's not happening. Okay. Uh, when we get back, Dell, I'd like to hear from you whether I should get an electric wrench that goes hmm, or if i should get a, a compressor that goes and then when i take the wheel off it goes should i get one of those you tell me dell nice talking to you by the way this is the final lap on daily turismo radio and for today's last lap i want to bring up a discussion uh that you encounter on a regular basis when you're driving around town is when you're at a, a red light and the light goes green and the guy in front of you sits there surfing the web or whatever he's doing on his cell phone, uh, how long do you wait before you, you hit the horn? So there's two factors for me, Vince. One is uh, how much of a hurry am I in? I'm in. I said that way too fast. How you much must of a, be in a hurry. I must be in a hurry. How much of a hurry am I in? That's one consideration. And then the other is whether I can see their head above the seat, the top of the seat. And then I use those two pieces of information to determine what I'll do. The interesting news is on Neptune, uh, we don't have a lot of stoplights, almost none. It's mostly um, circular road segments that the cars come up to, and there's hardly any stop signs or stoplights at all anywhere. Just hey, big storms, kind of those eyes. Storms. Storm. It's like a. Yeah. It's like driving through a storm, right? And I and I'm looking at you, K two. Does that help you? It's a clue. I'm going to tell you it's a clue. How about you, Vince? When do you honk? Uh, so uh, I'm going to say that I'll, I'll also use that same. Uh, it depends on the car in front of you. And so if I see like a uh, car that has say some Oakland Raiders or um, Oh, you got all it, kinds of patience for them, don't you? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to wait, right? And um, if it's a police car, you know, I'll give them some time. 
right? Yeah. But if it's someone who's got like a um, a Prius, for instance, um, I'll honk before the, the light actually turns green because I want that guy to go. Right, they got some spooling green. up to do, don't they? Yeah, yeah. You um, know, it, this actually raises something I saw in the paper. Though. I hope we got time for this because it's kind of interesting. Um, uh, paper in the paper. How old am I? In the paper the other day. I don't know. I was reading the paper. I was riding my horse to the market. Yeah, in the back of the buggy. And then, so there was a. I saw a thing that said, "Where did I read this? That uh, that that some police force somewhere had had listed three things that they noticed as as to contributing to whether they will uh, do a more detailed search on your car." A bumper sticker saying, you know, support the police, keep kids off drugs, right? They will definitely search you, right? If you got a bunch of air fresheners, they're searching you. Right. Right? And there was one other one. I can't remember what it was. But, you know. A Deli Turismo sticker. Deli Turismo sticker, yeah. Completely innocuous, you know, stuff that would seem like you would be upstanding. And those were the things they were picking up on as things that would make you more suspicious. And so I'm here to tell you, you know, subtle clues, you know, they make a big difference. But I think, yeah, the Daily Tourism sticker probably. So, so you're recommending that you put like a bunch of swastikas in the back of your car, swastika. and then I don't the, know if I would have gone there, the, but, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, but I think honesty really in all things. Although I did see a pretty good bumper, I did see one good bumper sticker yesterday. It involves Jesus, but I, it's not my fault. This was on the bumper sticker, and he's he's okay, he's fair game. And the sticker said, the sticker said, Jesus loves you. Everyone else thinks you're a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> Neither one of you actually answered the question. <laughs> the final lap. Just wanted to point that out. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> Go. All right, we're deteriorating here. Thank God, easy. So, uh, same difference. It is not. That's a different guy. I'd like to uh, thank producer Ben for spending some time in the studio with us. I'd like to thank KBZ for joining me in the Everybody studio today. And everyone for, for listening and following us on Twitter, Facebook, all the social media, yada yada. And if you have any questions for future shows, be sure to hit reply in the comment section of the website or email it to our tips line. For now, thanks for listening and keep on wrenching. You've been listening to Daily Turismo Radio. You can, if you have nothing better to do, Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Daily Turismo, where you can join everybody else in posting your little likes and your dislikes. Maybe posting a photo of yourself listening to Daily Turismo. Why not? I mean, let's face it, it's not like we've got anything better to do, and it's not like we go out and meet people and actually make friends. We just have virtual friends that we meet on Facebook, and, and we do all sorts of lovely things on there. We play games with them, you know, and we talk about things that interest us, but we don't actually go out into the wide world and meet people and talk to them. The art of conversation's dead. I mean, okay, I get paid for standing in this little booth and wittering away to you lot, but that's hardly the point, is it? Yes, I'm on Facebook, but that doesn't matter. And you know, I actually go out into the real world and do things, but mind you, it gets better. If you haven't got much to say, you can actually now do it on Twitter as well, for those who can't be bothered to actually write anything significant. You only get 147 words or whatever it is. I mean, who can say what they need to say in 147 words? Well, somebody's made a vast fortune out of people who can't be asked to actually write anything half decent. But that's besides the point. Yes, Daily Turismo is on Twitter as well. You can come and join us and you can give us your 147 words worth, whatever that happens to be. Either way, thank you for listening and we'll look forward to talking to you next week. I'm going for a lie down. <laughs>